Hello and welcome to the Outsourcing Pharma podcast. I'm Natalie Morrison. The European CMO biz is booming and in 2011, revenues hit more than $10 billion. Ashwarya Chidambaram, a market healthcare analyst for Frost & Sullivan, recently wrote a report titled European Pharmaceutical and Biotech Contract Manufacturing Markets. She predicts this figure will more than double by 2018, reaching up to $20.75 billion. Ashwarya joins us today to discuss what she sees for the future of contract manufacturing in Europe and in other industries. First of all, could you tell me why do you see such a big expansion for the European contract manufacturing market in particular? Yeah, I strongly feel that uh, there are bright prospects for contract manufacturing organization, both in the pharmaceutical and the biopharmaceutical space. Primarily because uh, if you look at the big pharmaceutical companies, they are trying to increasingly outsource their manufacturing options. One, because uh, there is a great, there is a great uh, growth prospects for seed for the genetics and the biosimilars market. There's a lot of blockbuster drugs and uh, biotech uh, drugs are likely to come out of their patent protection. So uh, what happens is the capacity utilization rate of uh, man- manufacturing plants are likely to go down significantly as a lot of cheaper generic equivalents come on the market and because of that, this the pharmaceutical the innovative pharmaceutical companies are likely to shut down their manufacturing plants and outsource the uh, manufacturing of these innovative blockbuster products because it works out to be a more economic and a more feasible option now if you look at the uh, smaller pharmaceutical companies or the startup companies they do not have the uh, require technical expertise or they do not have the financial muscle to invest in uh, the uh, robust pharmaceutical manufacturing facilities and particularly this applies to the biopharmaceutical sector because it's a very complex and uh, you know a capital intensive sector in terms of the biosimilars uh, Europe is leading the pathway for biosimilars as they're trying to establish a regulatory pathway and uh, I mean Europe is the biggest market for biosimilars as of 2011 so this is again going to drive a lot of uh, outsourcing activities in the uh, contract manufacturing space. Do you think that it's the biosimilars market in European contract manufacturing that is the key driving factor behind such a huge growth? Certainly, yes, because uh, when biotech drugs come out of patent, they cannot be easily reproduced like how the gen or the pharmaceutical drugs can be, because it is difficult to establish the reproducibility when it comes to biotech drugs uh, due to the complex manufacturing process associated with it, the amount of investment which has to go into that, and the technology, uh, the technology resources which is required. So, uh, what the companies tend to do is once it comes, uh, once the drugs come out of patent, uh, the, even the generic companies for that matter, which want to enter into the biosimilar space, could leverage the, um, the support of the CMOs. In your figures here, you're predicting that within the next six years, the, U- the European CMO business is going to more than double. Now, with such a rapid growth rate, do you think that the CMOs are going to be able to handle this or are they going to hit over capacity? Currently, if you see, the uh, situation in uh, the European contract manufacturing markets confirmed to a slightly excess capacity supply than the actual demand. And traditionally, if you look at the um, past, uh, we've always uh, found that the European uh, contract manufacturing market has been alternating between cycles of excess and inadequate capacity supply as uh, opposed to the demand. Given the bright prospects of uh, growth for the CMOs and the strong pipeline of pharmaceutical drugs and biology, there are a lot of CMOs which are on the verge of capacity expansions. 
But uh, it is very important that CMOs uh, make cautious decisions. This is where the tricky speculation of anticipating capacity demand comes into play because uh, there are a lot of various factors which can uh, affect the capacity demand uh, uh, situation in a particular market. Like, for example, it could be the product requirements, the approval rates by the uh, regulatory bodies, or the newer technology advancements coming into place like the transgenics and uh, cloning and so on and so forth. So it is very essential that companies take into account all these factors and then they plan for capacity expansions or uh, go about investing in expansions and, or signing contracts deals so that they're not hit by overcapacity in the long run. And finally, what do you think is the next big thing for contract manufacturing in Europe? Uh, Contract manufacturing um, uh, organizations are now moving towards an integrated business model where they're trying to uh, offer a one-stop shop service for the companies. That's where they uh, do uh, everything right from the process development to the production, manufacturing, say logistics and distribution, marketing, sales and so on and so forth. I'm Natalie Morrison for Outsourcing Pharma. Thank you.